Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2040. Today we're going to start getting you ready for Clone Wars Season 7 by catching you up on some episodes that will help refresh your memory when it comes to the Clone Wars. Right now we're going to start with Listen Ali All, It's Sabotage. That's episode 17 from Season 5. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So, yes, the whole title is not Listen All Y'all, it's Sabotage. It's just Sabotage, continuing a theme of Beastie Boys inspired bits in Star Wars. That's probably not really true. It was just probably Sabotage and it's just J.J. Abrams that likes to work Beastie Boys things into things, but be that as it may. Sabotage is the first of a four-episode story arc that ends Season 5, and as has been noted, I think it was Henry Gilroy who said this, that by the end of The Clone Wars, they were working in four-episode story arcs, generally speaking. What that means for Season 6 is something that we're going to explore a bit, because there were 13 episodes, which obviously doesn't divide evenly <laughs> by four, so... Yeah, we'll get to that eventually, but for today, we're going to talk about Sabotage, which is the first of a four-episode story arc that begins with a seriously intense action sequence, and I have to say, I haven't been checking in on Clone Wars, and we were doing Clone Wars briefings for a while, but I think we stopped somewhere in the middle of Season 3, so jumping into Season 5 and late into Season 5, it's rather amazing to see the level of depth and complexity to the animation. It starts off with a space battle, and there is as much going on in this space battle as there was at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. I mean, if that gives you any indication of how intense the whole situation is. And it's a great, thrilling start, but it's also a start that only is really necessary to set up the fact that Ahsoka and Anakin are not on Coruscant at the time of the inciting incident in the episode, which is a bombing at the Jedi Temple, and they can be seen as not involved because they weren't there, and so they are the proper ones to investigate. And there are some very complex issues that are touched on in this episode as well. For a start, there's a question, obviously, that a Jedi may have been involved, and that's rather shocking, but it opens up the door to conversations about the Jedi's place in this war and the fact that they have become more than peacekeepers. They are now involved in this conflict, and perhaps not all the Jedi are supportive of the fact that they have been drawn into this long, drawn-out conflict. There's talk about how the conflict is becoming more and more unpopular, and there's also commentary about wealth and poverty in a way as Anakin and Ahsoka go to investigate a possible lead and they have to go down into lower levels in Coruscant and see that not everybody lives in wonderful utopian situations. They are actually some people who are living in very poor situations and in fact a lot of people and in the galactic capital no less. So it turns out, and by the way, this is a full spoiler episode. <laughs> I mean, it's been out for a few years, so I think we're okay. Um, it turns out that the prime suspect in the bombing actually wasn't just the bomber. He was the bomb itself because they discover that he was fed nanodroids, and this apparently has turned him into an explosive device somehow. This kind of 
brought me back to a conversation that I had not too long ago with Scorekeeper Declan and Brainstormer Lonnie about the nature of Star Wars and whether it is science fiction or fantasy. And Declan contends that it is fantasy to some degree because they have space wizards who are able to move things magically around, right? But it does have science fiction elements. So Declan thinks that it could be considered a whole new genre, science fantasy, which I really liked that notion. And the idea of the Jedi and nanodroids, like that seems to really mix it up. I know it's really space opera, which is kind of like a soap opera, but in space, but... <laughs> I like science fantasy. I think that's a really cool notion. So it turns out that the wife is implicated, that our prime suspect's wife may have been the one to force feed him the food with the nanodroids, or I guess I should say feed him food that had the nanodroids in it. Whether it was with his own knowledge or not, we don't know, and she's not talking other than to admit under the force of Anakin's anger, which is starting to play up and up and up, that she was the one who got him to eat the food that ultimately resulted in his demise and the destruction of a chunk of the Jedi Temple, blowing a hole in the wall and whatnot. So she is being remanded to custody and the Jedi at the end are discussing whether, you know, this takes care of it all. It seems like it's not a Jedi who was involved, but Anakin and Ahsoka aren't quite convinced. They feel like there's still a lot more to learn, which naturally there is because there are three more episodes in the story arc and it's going to go <laughs> very badly for one of them, which we will talk about more in an upcoming episode. There is one other thing I want to flag for you about Sabotage, which I will do right after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. So the thing I wanted to share with you is the fact that the episode opens with a situation that Wikipedia describes as the defense of Cato Nemoidia. I found this one odd because Cato Nemoidia is the home of the Trade Federation, which is allied with the Confederacy of Independent Systems, aka the Separatists, and the story opens with the Separatists invading Cato Nemoidia, and the Republic is having to respond to repel this invasion. I thought it was kind of an open secret at worst that the Trade Federation was working with the Separatists. I mean, you know, an attack of the clones, you've got the entire Separatist council on Geonosis and at the, uh, at the arena for the execution of Obi-Wan and Anakin and Padme, you got New Gunray there yelling, I want her head on a plate on my desk, you know? I mean... I thought that that was, you know, already done information, but apparently not. Apparently, the Trade Federation was allied in secret with the Confederacy of Independent Systems, and so this was supposed to be a bit of a surprise, and that's why the Republic was going to help defend Cato Nemoidia against the Separatists. So, eh, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where you've got a certain group of Nemoidians, Cato Nemoidians or Nemoidians with, you know, 
just the Newt Gunray and Lock Dirt and all of those guys, Lot Dodd, who were just, you know, not very nice folks and happened to be Nemoidian and part of this Trade Federation business. But meanwhile, the rest of everyone in Canada Nemoidian is like, we don't know about these guys, you know, we're just trying to live our lives. So anyway, I just thought that was a, a rather unusual thing to see jumping into the whole Clone Wars situation <laughs> at this point in time. But anyway... So, yeah, apparently it's a bigger secret than I thought it was. And there you go. Um, that's going to do it for our look at Sabotage. And that's going to do it for this episode of the show as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.